Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. everyone and welcome to another episode of excess press my name is matt and i'm the host of this disney theme parks news podcast in this episode 146 another week in quarantine hopefully everyone is doing okay out there i'm i'm i think i'm doing okay i mean i'm keeping busy i did a bunch of yard work last week Uh, i'm feeling good i've caught up on lots of movies and television shows uh you know what i haven't been watching a lot of disney plus i feel like i need to go uh, and do that and catch up on some of the disney movies maybe i haven't seen i was just talking to someone the other day and i've never seen tangled before um and uh, I, I feel like that's just one i need to see uh so there's probably a bunch out there so if there's any uh thing if there's any like strange disney movies or tv shows that you came across on disney plus let them know i'll, I'll come check it out because i'm always looking for some new content to watch um but otherwise yeah i'm just uh keeping busy doing my thing and hopefully everyone is doing okay so uh, so do another episode just talking about uh, the, the kind of updates that's going on over at the Disney parks. Um, honestly, there hasn't been too, too much uh, that's been uh, talked about this past week. And of course, uh, just what has been happening every single week. Um, Thursday, I record the episode, I drop it on Friday, and then there's like some big news that drops um, the, the following day. So I'm just like, oh, come on. So Thursdays is probably not the best time to record, but you know what? It's good for my schedule. So uh, it is what it is. So probably some of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about today, you've already known since last week, but I'll go uh, into it a little bit and just give my opinion. So um, one of the biggest things is um, the, uh, the uh, it's an update on the annual pass holders, um, mostly people who aren't payment plans. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that. Um, but I also do want to do a little bit of like a deep dive into, uh, I was talking about last week, uh, the Disney food blog, AJ, who runs it, she put out a really great YouTube video of how um, Disney's going to be changed due to the closures and what what the, the parks will look like in the future. And I'm just going to kind of d- dissect that video and just kind of give my own thoughts and opinions uh, on it and just kind of share it with you in case you haven't watched it. Um, Pretty sure I linked it last week in the show notes. If I didn't, shame on me, but I'll definitely do it uh, this week in the show notes uh, so you can kind of uh, check that video out because it's it's great. Um, so we're going to be talking a little bit about that and then a couple other things that I want to discuss as well. So why don't we just jump right into it and begin this episode of the Excess Press Podcast. <laughs> Thank you. 
All right, so the first thing I want to talk about is just the, the what's going on with the annual pass holders. And I've talked about a little bit in the past of how if you're an annual pass holder, they're going to extend your pass the amount of days that Disney is closed. But one of the biggest things is because a lot of people are going through some hard times right now. The unemployment is through the roof and a lot of people need some help paying their bills. And one of the things that people were really um, frustrated about was that Disney wasn't doing anything for the people who were on payment plans for the annual pass holders. So I think that's that's just like with Florida and I think for maybe like the Disneyland pass holders as well. Um, because uh, if, if you don't know, Florida residents, they can do uh, monthly payments, which I know a lot of annual pass holders that don't live in Florida, they would like that as well. So, but this is for, this is uh, some big news for those people who are on the monthly payment plan. Um, now a couple of things that are happening here. So, um, now in effect, it went in effect a few days ago. Um, Disney is stopping and waiving all upcoming monthly payments while the parks are closed. Um, they will refund payments that are made between March 14th and April 4th. Uh, payments will also resume once the parks reopen. Um, so the, the and also the pay, the pass expiration dates will not be extended, and passes will expire upon their original scheduled date. So that pretty much means that. Um, you're not going to be getting those extended days whatsoever. It's just that you're not going to be paying for the time that the parks are closed. So if say you bought your pass last, uh, September, it's going to, it's still going to end in September. It's still going to, um, expire on that originally scheduled expiration date. So the alternative here is that payments, uh, can also be postponed starting with payments that were due April 5th through the park closure period. Uh, and then resumed on the pass holders regularly scheduled payment date once the parks reopen. Um, postponed payments will be collected in the months following the end of the pass holders currently scheduled payment term. Um, so that also the pass will be extended the number of days the parks are closed and the new expiration date will be reflected on the annual pass holders account prior to the reopening of the theme parks. So. And that pretty much means is they're they're not you're not going to have to pay uh, while the parks are closed, but you will pay um, once they reopen, um, and your pass will get extended. So those are the two kind of alternatives or the the two options that you have is that you can waive those months altogether, um, and you're not going to get those months back. So and then uh, the alternative is that. Uh, your your payments can just be postponed uh, so that's uh, those are the two alternatives there um, and then uh, just a reminder I, I do record live uh, on Thursdays on Instagram uh, and just for a clarification Lindsay uh, we have in the chat here is asking so annual passes won't be extended Lindsay they will still be extended so since you're you bought your pass you live in New Jersey uh, your pass will still be extended the amount of days that the parks are closed. Um, what I was talking about before was the payment plan um, that it, if you're on a payment plan, Disney will stop and waive all upcoming payments um, while the parks are closed, but your pass will not be extended while uh, they are uh, while those those payments are waived. So hopefully that makes sense to you guys. Uh, pretty much they are waived uh, 
or uh, they are just po postponed. So that's what happens if you're on a monthly plan. So that's great, good that uh, Disney was able to do that for uh, the guests because I know it's uh, we are on hard, some hard times here and having that money back in our pockets uh, will definitely uh, be helping. So, um, uh, but uh, the other thing we learned is, so Lindsay, listen up if you're still here, um, pass holders, I, I, I don't know if this is new information or as long, I just read it re, uh, today, but um, you can have the extension of days, um, but if you want, you could also do a partial refund um, to your ticket. So um, you, you won't get those days, but you can get a partial refund on your annual pass. So that's something uh, um if you want to do that, you can. But um, Lindsay, who's in the chat, well, good friends of ours. We went to uh, Disney with them a few uh, back in November. Um, they, they, we were talking to them this past Saturday, and we were talking about the whole annual pass thing. And they were telling me, they're like, yeah, we can probably get like a whole nother trip now out of our tickets. Because they were going once again in August, but they were saying like, oh, we can possibly go maybe in October or November again, depending. So... <clears throat> Um, that is one good thing. Uh, if you're with these extensions, uh, you could get it like another trip that maybe you weren't planning. So, I mean, if you weren't planning on going in, in April or March, but now you might have another time, you have time to use your pass elsewhere. So, um, but that's pretty much all the information, uh, for the annual pass holders. Um, nothing too much going on with Disney. They're still closed. Um, Universal actually just announced that they're definitely closed through the end of May. That literally just happened before we started recording. So I assume that Disney is going uh, to be saying the same um, very shortly. Again, it's probably going to happen uh, tomorrow, Friday. Once I release this episode, they're probably going to mention it tomorrow. So, um, so just be on the lookout for that to see what happens because that's kind of what kind of what's been going on. Universal Studios has been announcing that their parks are closing for an extended period of time, and then Disney follows through right after that. So, um, but yeah, so that is the annual pass holder updates, and that's also uh, the same for uh, Disneyland pass holders as well. They they really some of the it's the same information. So, but that's that. Um, the other piece of Disney news, very short one. Um, now I, I like, I love doing my cast member interviews. Hopefully you caught my new one last week. We have a lot of good ones coming up in the future. Um, but I know a lot of people, uh, that were excited to go on their Disney college program or their internship. Um, but Disney has, um, officially kind of just said that, yeah, all future Disney internships and uh, program participants uh, are not welcome through early June. So um, there's, I just feel bad for these folks who are just really excited to get down there and, and work for Disney and they just, they can't do that anymore, which kind of stinks. So I feel bad for you guys and hopefully something can happen in the future where you can go back and you can um, kind of have your dreams and work for Disney. So, um, so that uh, is what's going on there. But uh, that's, uh, that's kind of all of the news for this week again nothing too crazy um the the biggest thing that i really want to talk about next um is <clears throat> how the the disney parks will most likely change in the future so uh we're going to take a quick break uh and then once we come back we're going to talk uh, about yeah how disney is going to change in the future all right and we are back so let's talk about um just how disney will most likely change in the future and now 
I'm taking a lot of these points pretty much directly, I mean pretty much all of them, but directly from AJ's video from the Disney Food Blog, um, and I think it was just, it was a great way just kind of outlining like exactly what's going to happen with Disney in the future, what can we expect, and I touched a little bit on this last week, but I'll go into a little bit more um, this week, so... Uh, I mean, the first thing is we were talking about staggered openings. Now, Shanghai Disney was has opened back up, uh, but they they were very staggered. Only smaller things open. So I think for like at least for like Disney Springs or sorry for Walt Disney World and Disneyland, you'll see like Disney Springs opening up back up first. You'll probably see Downtown Disney opening up first, and you'll probably see the um, the, the the Disney hotels uh, opening as well. You're just gonna see. Just it slowly reacclimate itself, bringing guests back in. Um, you're gonna be seeing that. I don't. The parks will probably open. I don't know how much longer after them, but I think they just need to kind of get things back in order because uh, every. It's. I mean, you're shutting down like that instantly, and doing that, it's gonna take some time to recuperate, uh, bringing those folks back in to just yeah get right back to work. Um, so that's probably what we'll see in the near future whenever Disney decides that it's, uh, I mean, not Disney, but like the medical um, staff that's working every single day uh, for the, the, the government and just telling us like, hey, it's it's kind of safer to do these things now. So um, whenever that is, that's when Disney will open back up. Um, so we'll probably see that. Um, so another thing is we might see temperature checks. Um, it's already happening in Shanghai, Disneyland. Um, well, we might be seeing the temperature checks more like they, they are doing touch-free readings. Um, and also in Shanghai Disneyland, uh, you must wear a mask when visiting. Um, I think we're definitely going to be seeing a big, um, uh, a bigger surge in people wearing masks around the country. I mean, I finally went out. I was in quarantine for almost four weeks and before I went out for the first time. Not, I didn't go anywhere. I, the only place I went is to the grocery store, and that's why if if you're on the face if you're on the Instagram live right now, I don't have a beard anymore, um, just because beards are very dirty and they can get germs easier. So I have no beard. I always have a beard. I hate my face when I don't have one. Um, but I did it because I wanted to be a little bit safer when I had to go to the grocery store, and I was I was wearing a mask. So I think we're gonna see even after all this happens or ends. Uh, we're still going to see a lot of people wearing masks, especially in the Disney parks. I mean, it's just a great way to stop uh, just germs and uh, water droplets from just spreading everywhere. So um, we're definitely going to be seeing that uh, in the future. Uh, hey, Andrew, thanks for joining in. Um, I appreciate you joining the show today. Um, and so, sorry, again, on Instagram Live, if you want to join us, uh, every Thursday evening, I'll be live uh, at Excess Press Podcast. So... Um, and then we also have, um, I mean, social distancing. That's what everyone is doing right now. Uh, I think we're going to continue to see that a little bit more at the Disney parks. Um, one of the things we were talking about last week, and again, that was brought up in the video, is that we're going to be seeing maybe limited capacity to the parks. Um, they might not be filling it up um, right away. But I don't, I mean, I can't see a lot of people wanting to go, I mean, well, I don't know. This is just my opinion. I feel like people are going to be reluctant to travel right away. So I think we're still, we're going to be seeing those low crowds at the Disney parks when it first opens. But they could probably limit the capacity uh, every single day. I don't really know what the caps are for each park, but um, I think we're definitely going to be seeing 
uh, just smaller crowds uh, and then Disney maybe just seeing how things going and then opening it up to bigger crowds. Um, we're probably going to be seeing shows are probably getting canceled. Uh, probably uh, events will be canceled. So that means like no parades, uh, no fireworks, evening shows. Uh, I mean, that's just like crowds people all together in big clusters. And that's just not something that we want to be doing there. So we'll probably be seeing that. Um, queues, uh, queues for rides could get capped. Um, they might limit the amount of people who can get into a queue. Um, and that leads up into possibly using the virtual queues more. Um, I mean, they have it for Rise of the Resistance. And like I talked about last week, um, in the app, they do have the updated feature where there's a whole list of, it's called My Queues. So they could posit, they could might as well just make it for a lot of the rides out there. You could still get fast passes, but they might have like a virtual virtual queue as well for just telling you a time to come back to the episode. Um, so that's one other thing. Um, another thing is there could be modified attractions. Um, so meaning like uh, they you could be bypassing pre-shows, like that might not even be a thing anymore. So for instance, uh, you could by bypass um, the G-Force records within, um, why am I blanking, Rock and Roller Coaster, or the space in Haunted Mansion as well. They mentioned that in the video. So pre-shows like that where there's big clusters of people all together, um, they might just yeah, send you along. So I wonder how they would do it for the design studio in... Um, test track maybe they won't even have a design studio they'll just like kind of usher you through the line so that might be a thing they might not have anymore because they do have the line for like the single rider so maybe they'll just send them along down that track as well so um and then uh there could be fewer guests in the tra transportation so like for the monorails they might limit the amount of people who are in the monorails the buses um, the boats, uh, it could be a bunch of things like that where they just limit the amount of guests that are on the transportation um, vessels or vehicles, whatever. Um, so that could be a thing as well as restaurants. So if you're trying to look for a reservation, that might be harder to find something as well. Uh, there could be fewer spots uh, for you and your family in a restaurant. They might not have all the tables open, um, so they just might want to spread people out more. So that could be a thing. Um, so yeah, it's just like really the, the whole social distancing aspect, making it where there's not a lot of crowds, which is definitely tough when you're in a Disney park, but I think a lot of people are going to be a lot more conscious, uh, as well. So, um, but there's also going to be more ways for you to, to stay healthy. Um, so what we started seeing was like portable hand sanitizing stations, um, as well as hand washing stations as well. Um, so they, we saw those, uh, before the parks were closing. Um, but also for like buffets, the, they, they were mentioning in the video that, um, buffets could switch to family style meals. So, I mean, that is definitely a, a good thing that'll happen. Uh, so that'll definitely be a way to eliminate germs. I mean, buffets, I love buffets, but yeah, that you can spread germs very easily over there. So I think that'd be good if you want to switch to like a more family style type meal that that might be happening 
Um, character dining and then character meet and greets could change. Uh, it could limit the amount of touching that you could do, like hugging, like Mickey Mouse or something like that, uh, especially with like face characters as well. Um, there might be limiting like what you can, uh, how you can interact them with those people. So, or with those characters. So that could be a, a, a way for you to just kind of limit the amount of interaction and ways you can catch anything through there. So, um, but then some of the longer term, uh, some of the longer term things is like, they're mentioning as well that, I mean, we're still seeing things that are happening from 9-11 today. So like there's still the security checkpoints everywhere. We still have those. Um, but like right before the parks were closing, they stopped using the fingerprint scanners. Um, Disneyland doesn't have them. Um, but Disney does have a way where you can get into the parks uh, where people can bypass it. Um, but I think you will need to have like your ID on there. Um, and the friggin' print scanners also are just a really good way of just keeping your tickets kind of safer and uh, also stopping from people using more uh, the pass this pass more than once. So um, we'll probably see something. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know if we'll be seeing the fingerprint scans in the future. Um, but then you'll also in the park, you'll probably be seeing permanent hand washing stations uh, as um, because like I was saying before, they did have temporary ones um, in uh, the parks before they were closing. Uh, and then you're just going to be seeing hand sanitizer just being sold everywhere. Um, that's going to be a thing. I mean, I'm sure they're going to have a plenty of it just everywhere that you can. You can take hand sanitizer, just like a quick like squirt or something like that. But you if you want to get your own. Um, I would definitely bring some to the park with you because, yeah, they'll probably be selling it as well. Um, but then also one of the last things is is there's definitely going to be um, more new and improved uh, sanitation procedures at the parks. Uh, they're going to be cleaning everything a lot more. They're going to be cleaning the rides a lot more. Um, the, the rooms especially, like because I know for like most hotels, they do like a pretty good clean uh, uh, every like... Uh, maybe I shouldn't speak for hotels. I never worked in one, but it, I know they don't do like a deep clean every single time. Like a like a room gets um, trans like a someone checks in and checks out of a room, and someone checks in. They don't do like a deep clean, but I'm sure we're gonna be seeing that a lot more often uh, now. And I know sometimes like you're in the Disney parks and you're waiting for um, your room to be ready. You want it to be ready earlier, but I sh I I we're, we're probably not gonna be seeing. Uh, early room check-ins as much anymore that just because they're going to be taking a lot more time to, to clean the rooms um, and CJ who has worked for Disney in the past is saying Disney has extremely high cleanliness standards in the hotels which I sure hope so but I, I, I knew they would uh, um, so yeah we're definitely we're definitely gonna be seeing uh, new maybe not new but definitely improved sanitation um, procedures so um, so that is kind of most of the things that we're going to be seeing. I'm sure there's going to be more, but I mean, I think that's how we're going to be seeing Disney changing in the future, how, um, uh, just how Disney is going to be uh, when they open back up, how, how the staggered openings are going to work and what we're going to see there. So, I mean, this is, again, I'm taking a lot of this from the Disney food blog video. Uh, it was a great job by AJ. So I really wanted to talk about this because it, you know what? It's, it's something I'm not thinking about. That's there are much people smarter than I am out there when it comes to Disney. But um, I think there was, it was a great video, and I just wanted to highlight a lot of the points, um, especially because there's not a lot of Disney news going on, which is what I usually talk about. So I figured this would be a good thing to kind of chat about. So.
Um, I mean, let me know uh, and, and do like if you want to comment, uh, I'm, uh, send me an email or if you want to comment on Instagram to me, DM me kind of what your thoughts on this. What do you, what are you thinking was going to happen with Disney in the future? Because I know a lot of people who are still banking on trips in June and July and August. Um, and people, I know people are going in May, but I don't, I really don't think that's going to happen. I, I keep saying, I've said it in the past few episodes, I don't think Disney's going to open until after June, just seeing how everything is going. So I don't think we're going to be seeing that. But so that, that is that. Um, and then one of the last things I just wanted to kind of talk about, um, I put out just, I was looking for questions for today's show and I just really want to hit on uh, one of them that was kind of brought up to me and it's not really so much a question but it's kind of also like a way to help give back to communities and small businesses businesses because um, the the travel industry for sure is getting hit hard uh, by this and there's a lot of people who work in the travel agency I, I definitely have friends who are travel agents and who are also Disney travel agents so um, I just wanted to hit on um, some of the, the perks uh, that you might have um, by by using like a Disney travel agent. This was brought up by April from Imagination Destination Travel. April is a friend of the show. She was one of the early folks I had on for a cast member interview. So I had her, wish I had the episode number in front of me. I'll try to look for it up as I'm talking about this. Um, but yeah, she reached out to me and was wanting to see if I can kind of just chat a little about this, which I think was good because Disney travel agents are great. I mean, I, I've never personally worked with one, but I know how helpful that they can be for a trip because for instance, like whenever, because people know I'm like people, my people I work with and people who know me, like they know I'm the, the Disney guy. They know that they're the person that they can ask. Like if they're going to the Disney parks or Disney world, like they know they can ask me any question and I might be able to know it. But there's also a lot of first timers, um, out there and um, I, I want to to help them, but it's also tough because planning Disney can be uh, a very hard thing uh, to do. Um, and I think a Disney travel agent, especially for a first timer, can really help out. Um, so I always recommend people going to a travel agent. So um, again, this was April from Imaginations Destination Travels who has kind of brought this up. Uh, and she, as I was talking about this, she was episode 41, if you guys want to check that out. And just, this is episode 146, so uh, 105 episodes later. So that's uh, that's where we are now. But um, so yeah, some of the perks, um, like the travel agents can literally do everything for you. Um, they can book your fast passes. They can book your dining reservations. I, I think also one of the the best things, again, the, going back to the first time when I help out first timers, I always tell them, listen, travel agents can look out for the deals um, that Disney comes out with that could help you save more money for like free dining or hotel rates or something like that. Like they're always like some of the first people to see those 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 new deals and they can help you save money. Like say, for instance, you book uh, through a travel agent in January and you're going in November. Say Disney comes out with a deal in May, the travel agent can uh, help you uh, uh, they can find that deal and then tell you about it and see if you want to adjust some, maybe some of your travel plans to help you save a little bit of money on your trip. So that's one really great thing. Um, but they also do like the busy work, um, like calling Disney world themselves. Like for instance, 
I, to me, I don't, I try not to call Disney if I don't have to, but then sometimes you just have to do for like, for instance, on the last trip, I was trying to book the up close with Rhino's tour. Um, and it was sometimes a long wait to get through and I just don't want to do it. Um, but I, I just stay on the line for like an hour and then I get told, oh no, we don't have any, so we don't have any spots available. And it's annoying because that's the only way that I can, if I wanted to go on that tour, uh, that's the only way to do it by calling. So it's like, if I could just have them do it, a, a travel agent, that'd be great. Like that'd be a really great option to have if I just had someone do it for me. Um, but then these people are also trained like cast members. I mean, for instance, like April, she is a, um, a, a cast member, uh, or she was a cast member. That's why she was on my show. She was a cast member. So she knows a lot of the parks, but that's also with travel agents, uh, as well. So, um, another great thing is like travel agents don't cost anything. And if they do, you're using the wrong travel agency. Um, the, the, they're always, their service is always free to you. Disney's usually the ones that pays the agency, uh, for, for getting the, the booking rates and stuff like that. I don't know exactly how it works, but you shouldn't be paying anything extra for the travel agency, which is great. So, um, so I mean, again, one of the reasons I really wanted to talk about this, um, because again, those are the perks of, I mean, there's more perks of using a travel agent, but that's some of the perks. Um, but the reason I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this is that, um, once all of this is over, the quarantine's over, the virus has kind of gone away for the most part, and we're ready to go back to Disney World, you're ready to book those trips, we're gonna, we're gonna need to help out the community and these small businesses as well. Um, so if you're looking to go on a Disney trip in the future, I know you might want to do it, like, on your own, because I know, hey, for me, I like booking my trip on my own, um, it's really helpful, but it also is, it would be great to kind of help out those small business owners and give back to the community um, and just try to help out our, our economy uh, if we can as well. So that's, I mean, I, April, again, she's a friend of the show, um, I've known her for a long time now. Um, and this is, this is not sponsored by Imagination's Destinations, Imagination Destinations Travel. This is not sponsored by them, but um, I just feel for these people who are in this community uh, and just can't, um, just can't get any work right now. Cause it's, it's tough. So that's, again, that's just one of the reasons why I wanted to kind of talk about this and why you should use a Disney travel agent. Even if you're a pro, Hey, go out of your comfort zone a little bit. Let someone else take the reins and just have them help you, uh, book your trip. So just maybe think about that for the future. So, um, but that's pretty much all I really wanted to talk uh, about today. So again, April's thanks. Thanks for sending that in, and um, yeah, I, I, I feel I feel for you guys. So hopefully, um, we can do something about that in the future. So, but I mean, that's gonna wrap it up uh, for this week's episode. Another short and sweet kind of show. Um, Remember, if you're not subscribing to the podcast already, you can do so on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, or however you listen to podcasts. Uh, and if you can, please leave a review. It'll really help out the show. Uh, you can follow uh, you can follow all our episodes at excesspresspodcast.com. Uh, you can follow me on social media at excesspresspodcast on Instagram. So uh, right now, I, I deactivated my Facebook. Uh, I am not on there anymore, so that means that I'm not going to be updating the Facebook page. Um, I've kind of been lackadaisical with it anyway, but 
I decided for my for personal reasons, I just didn't want to be on Facebook anymore. So if you want to talk to me directly, you can do so uh, uh, right on Instagram at Excess Press Podcast. Um, um, also, still looking for plenty of people to be uh, on a future episode of Interview with a Cast Member. Uh, very excited to have a lot all the booked all the way through May. We've got a lot of great shows coming at you. Um, so again, reach out on Instagram or you can shoot me an email over at matt at excesspresspodcast.com. And if you have any other questions at all uh, about like any, if you have any listener questions, if you want me to answer, just let me know. I could do that over there as well. Um, and then also I have another podcast, a movie, TV show, video game, chat and review podcast called What'd You Think? Uh, all the links are in the show notes if you want to check that out. So, all right. Well, thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.